Today on the news and why it matters, we have the State of the Union breakdown. You are not going to want to miss it. Also, the impeachment vote. And uh, Mitt Romney, uh, he is apparently going to vote to convict President Trump. We've got a lot of analysis coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. It starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by conservative commentator Grant Stinchfield back in the house. Thanks for being here. It's good to be here. Uh, we have got Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. You're, this is like three times in a row for you this I week. Know, record. I know. Who You're keeps, welcome. Who keeps booking this guy? <laughs> Come on. I got to get him on the phone. Uh, also back is a uh, filmmaker and pretty much jack of all trades, Yaku Buyans. Thank you. Thank it's you for being be here. here. Uh, we've got a lot to get into. First, we would like to thank our sponsor, NetSuite. So, um, I know, Grant, I know you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. We've talked about this before. We've talked about NetSuite. As an entrepreneur, you have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers. If you don't, you're not going to be much of an entrepreneur for long. Right. <laughs> you. Your business is not going to do what we call succeed. It's just going to crash and burn. Uh, so if you don't know your numbers, it's probably because you've got a whole bunch of different software systems that are not working together and they're not efficient. So, you know, you go to one spot for your HR, you go to one spot for your accounting, you go to one spot for your sales, and you're really not getting a good picture of how everything is working together so that you can profit in the best way possible. Uh, that is where NetSuite by Oracle comes in. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Um, they offer a complete picture of all of your business, all in one place, all in real time. They've got finance, inventory, HR, and customers. There's no more guessing with NetSuite. No more worrying. It is available on the cloud, so all of the information you need is always available at your fingertips, no matter if you're out at a sales call, no matter if you're in the office. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your desktop. You can get it wherever you are. Join companies like Ring, Hint, Bull & Branch, over 19,000 others that use Oracle by NetSuite. You can schedule your free product tour right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. Go to netsuite.com slash why set up a free product tour get your free guide today all you have to do if you love money all right that's all i'm saying is go to netsuite.com slash why that is netsuite.com slash why uh so President Trump obviously gave the State of the Union address last night to a uh, very raucous uh, Republican Party and a very disenfranchised uh, Democrat Party um, I want to we have some clips, obviously, to get into, give a little bit more, you know, uh, uh, input on these particular specific situations. But want to go around the table really quickly and ask you guys, what, what, what was your overall summary of how you thought the State of the Union went? Grant, I'll go first. With I, I used one word to describe the Democrats. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. When you cannot clap for fighting jihad, putting murderers in jail, a booming economy, people back to work, minorities back to work, the list goes on and on and on. Soldiers home. Mm -hmm. They could not clap. They looked horrible. They looked petty. And, and worst of all is they really looked un-American. Mm. Yeah. Jason, what were your thoughts? It was a great speech. I, I, I mirror what Grant just said as well. I, I, I think it shows how out of step and how completely lost the Democrats are on how to connect with their voters. They have no clue. They've been doing this whole identity politics thing, hoping that would score them some points. But now, I mean, they're losing black voters by the truckload. 
by the truckload. And Van Jones was on CNN, was like, guys, wake up. Like, they're the only ones reaching out to the black community. They're talking about helping them out economically, um, get, putting them in schools. What are you guys doing? Mm. Nothing. And that was on full display last night. Yeah. Yaku, what did you think? Yeah, look, I think here you see, again, party above country, right? Yeah. It's rhetoric above country. The American people do not matter to this party at all. Mm. You cannot stand up for Rush Limbaugh. I don't care if it's your neighbor next door, a guy who's being honored for cancer, a father coming home real live on television. So you saw again and again, and we're going to see it more this year, is they're just going to show their true colors. But the best state of the union since I immigrated to this country in 2001. It was fantastic. Speaking of Rush Limbaugh, that's a good point. Like when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was having her medical problems, I didn't see anybody on the right like take a victory lap on any of that. Never. In fact, we've all been public about, oh my gosh, I hope she's okay. That's horrible. She's on the Supreme Court. Whether you agree with her politics or not, she's had a very successful political career. She's a pioneer. Pioneer and influential. And we can all say this is a very tragic thing. And at at one point, she should probably be awarded for what she has accomplished for her side. It's a fellow American. Right. Now now look at them and look at, uh, um, what's her, AOC talking about Rush Limbaugh like that? Mm -hmm. I mean... Come on. The difference between the two sides right now is so obvious. Yeah. Uh, So I want to just try to take this in uh, in order as best I can from what happened last night. So President Trump gets there. He walks. Obviously, it's a very long walk up to uh, the podium and he hands a copy of the speech to both Pence and Pelosi. Everyone's talking about the controversial, as you guys are watching right now. Did he see Nancy Pelosi reaching out her hand to give him a handshake? And uh, he obviously turned the other way. Of course, you're going to hear the typical from the left. They're going to say he snubbed her. It was very disrespectful, probably sexist as well. From the right, they're going to say he didn't see her. I really think if you if you back it up and look in slow motion, there's enough there to make you you can't really tell. He very well, I think, could have not seen her. Um, and he didn't shake Pence's hand either, for the record. Right. Grant, what do you think? Did he I'm, see her? I'm did watching he not? it again. You know, I've watched this over and over again. It, it's hard to really tell whether he saw her or not. I don't think he saw her. Um, if he snubbed her, I'm glad he did now after the ripping up of his of his speech, you know, right. nonsense that she did. Um, I don't think President Trump is going to set out to snub Nancy Pelosi like that. So in, in the end, my guess is that he didn't see her. Yeah. Jason, what do you think? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he did and said screw her and yeah. just didn't do it. It would not surprise me at all. And she would definitely deserve it, I think. Right. I, I, the attacks that this man has gotten yeah. from that side. I don't. I would want to punch her straight in the throat. <laughs> Actually, she extends her hand, and you just give her a really quick one. Um, that's what his feelings would want. Now, that being said, I, I do like the fact that within the Senate or within the House, more so in the Senate, that there are some gentleman rules that are followed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, even though my emotions say that she deserved it, if he did see her, I don't really condone that type of behavior. Well, she happened. didn't follow the gentleman she rules didn't. when it came to no, the protocol of uh, announcing him. him. That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Yaku. Yeah, I think a couple of things. Just think about it from this perspective. The fact that she thought he would shake her hand, you know, and yeah. almost like it's a setup almost, right? I would agree I, with that. I don't, this is where we need the NFL play-by-play, the different camera angles. <laughs> did he cut his eyes to the left? Did he not see? You know, we can have fun with this too, right? Yeah. You know, Tongue-in-cheek. I don't think there was any intentional, you know, uh, uh, um, display from him. I, I don't think he saw her. But remember where the man is standing. The fact that he did the State of the Union on the heels of what she just did to him and drug him through, 
That alone. You raise a good enough. point, though. It, maybe it was a setup. Mm-hmm. Maybe she knew exactly to stick her hand out just as he's turning away and make it look like he didn't shake her hand. I, you know, especially because I mean, I he didn't. Over her he hand. didn't shake Pence's hand, right? No. So it was not something that he was going right. to do to begin with, yeah. anyway. Why not make that little extra? You know, up. Let's set him up, and then he right. looks like the jerk, and I come off looking like an angel. And we d- we've seen at least circumstantial evidence that this a, whole, a lot of this was staged. And we were yeah. talking about this before yeah. we, we went on. But there is a video now that I I retweeted um, earlier. But you can clearly see before, like right after the, uh, Pence and her get the copies of the script, he turns around. He hasn't started. There's applause still going. She takes the script out, pulls it down below the desk, practices to see if she can tear it, then puts it back on the table. What a crazy Before person. she even heard it or saw any of the yeah. content within it, that was the plan. This, this is why I think else? the handshake was kind of almost, I, let me set him up. Remember Baker Mayfield kind of sort of shook a hand mm. in the coin toss and everybody gave him such yeah, a hard time. Yeah, yeah, did he, yeah, didn't yeah. he? You know, Look, he didn't shake Pence's hand. So it's not like, hey, Mike, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. not shaking your hand. No, he handed it over and turned. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... She was testing him. Right. Like, if he shook it, she'd go, dang it, he shook my hand. Yeah. Almost wanting him not to shake. Right, right. Um, so, you know, we talked about the, the Democrats clearly sitting uh, during what should be a very uniting speech. Here is President Trump talking about how great the economy is. You know, we're looking at a historical uh, record low unemployment numbers for minorities. And Democrats, for women even, Democrats... Not impressed. Can't even, can't clap, can't get up out of their seats to bother clapping for the state of our union, which is apparently really good. Watch. The unemployment rate is the lowest in over half a century. And very incredibly, the average unemployment rate under my administration is lower than any administration in the history of our country. If we hadn't reversed the failed economic policies of the previous administration, the world would not now be witnessing this great economic success. The unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans has reached the lowest levels in history. African American youth unemployment has reached an all-time low. African American poverty has declined to the lowest rate ever recorded. The unemployment rate for women reached the lowest level in almost 70 years, and last year women filled 72% of all new jobs added. Hey, that's a that's a reason to, to stand and clap. Oh, no. No, they just sat there because apparently Democrats really hate minorities working and uh, women getting jobs. Do you know what I wish the president would have done? What? I wish he would have stopped in the middle of his speech, gone off script, as he's so good at doing, and saying, I want the American people to look at this. I'm talking about indisputable facts, Mm -hmm. economic numbers here. They cannot stand when we talk about unemployment for minorities. You got all of these women dressed in white supposedly supporting whatever. Mm -hmm. 
they cannot stand? You get Democrats in white suits. That's yeah, typically point out not the a good, obvious, good right? thing in history. Point out the obvious. Yeah. Yeah. What have we come to as a nation where they cannot even support American success? If he would have stopped in the middle of his speech and done that, I think everyone at home would have had an awakening moment to see the difference between the two parties and how petty one side is and how strong the other side just wants America to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you, but do you think, Jason, yeah. do you think Americans saw that anyway? Yeah, I do. I, I think, and I think you're seeing it. Like we've seen, uh, you know, with like Blegs, the Blexit movement, mm-hmm. you, you've seen groups that have come out and been. It's almost like they've just had this awakening. Like, mm-hmm. you know, holy crap, we've been lied to by this party for so long, and now I'm not going to accept the fact that I have to be pigeonholed just because they say so. Um, I definitely think I think that's coming through. The majority of people, and I've seen, uh, I've seen even on other campaigns, like some Democrats that aren't as hardcore, like Yang and some other people. They're like, look, you're trying to take people's choices away. Go to some of these poor neighborhoods. They'll say, give me the money. Don't try to force something on me and take away all my choice. Mm-hmm. But the, I think the vast majority of people right now are saying, you know, you're telling me things are so crazy that this guy is a fascist and yep. di- dictator and all this stuff, even though there's shown none of no tendencies to that. Mm-hmm. But why do you why why are you saying socialism when everything's kind of cool right now? Why are you trying to upend everything when we have money? Things are trending up. Uh, we just saw, I think, what was that today? That because the job support them. came out. It's right. about right. them, not us. Exactly. It's about their right. power, exactly. not our 100%. power. It's that, not about the people. That was the, that was another thing they would not uh, clap for, and it was so obvious they wouldn't clap for a record amounts of people coming off of welfare. Yeah. Yes. And I, I tweeted that earlier. No kidding, because they want people on welfare. Yeah. That's how they buy their votes. <laughs> That's how they, and that builds the they machine. They want. That's yeah. how they get their power. Yeah. 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 And we just saw Turning Point release this amazing video, Benny Johnson on Cuba. Mm-hmm. They did this expose yes. in Cuba, right? Yes. And what socialism really looks like. And it's almost like they're hoodwinking the American people going, no, you really need us. Mm-hmm. He's telling you you don't, but you really need us. You want to stay on food stamps. Trust me, you can't actually survive without us. They won't stand for that. Look, this, last night was so powerful. He said something last night that nobody talked about. He was talking about excitement. Let me tell you, something happened last night. There is an excitement I'm telling you, in this country, it's bubbling. I looked at Attorney General Barr last night, and that guy had the most fun in the room. He was actually enjoying it because he knows it's victory after victory. How many records were set last night? The best ever, the best ever, right? The American people are not stupid. They rose in 16. They're going to rise again. I'm telling you, it's seeing through the sham. And I'm with you. There's an exodus black Americans from that party. And, and they are, I think it's too late for them. They, I don't think they can turn it fast enough because they're saying, wait a minute, my dad didn't work for seven years straight. Now he's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are seeing it. It's, it's real life experience. It's, it's with tangible them. It's right. results. It's not, right? They don't have to listen to the Democrats telling exactly. them exactly. That, they can't, that they're not believing. Don't believe your own eyes. They're yeah. seeing it. Yeah. I hope you guys are right because clearly you expect it from the left-wing announcers on MSNBC and CNN to just totally destroy his speech, and and they did they that did. as soon as as soon as it was over. MSNBC they called him dark and bizarre, and Chris Matthews called him a, a, a racist, right. and they went down that road as well. This was a unifying speech. It was it was in many respects a bipartisan speech, except about socialism. Mm-hmm. He called out socialism. We're America. Why wouldn't you? But my biggest fear is that there are still those on the left. The disconnect, it, it is like a mental disorder, that the disconnect, they cannot see it. Mm. And I do not understand why they can't see it. And I wonder if you went to an everyday Democrat and said, was that a good speech? If their friends weren't around, would they tell you, yes, it was a good speech? I hope they would. I don't know how you don't, mm. but my biggest fear is 
that they just still do not see it. But you know what? It's not Sorry. for me. It's not good enough for you to tell me it wasn't a good speech. Tell me why. And they right. they can never no, they give can. you substance. Yeah. Why do you support abortion? Uh, why should he be impeached? I, I don't know. You're right. Look what he did last night. He honors a black American soldier, soldier, 100 years old, and makes him a general. Mm-hmm. A young girl on live TV gets a grant, mm-hmm. school of choice. You're watching him bringing soldiers home and these kind of things. How exactly do you say he's a racist? There was their How is he a racist? on MSNBC. I don't know what his name was. But he accused President Trump of buying them off to come to the speech with buying her scholarship and telling the, the Tuskegee Airmen that, hey, come on, there'll be pomp and circumstance. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, I mean, you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned exactly if you don't if you're President right. Trump. All right, more to unpack from the State of the Union when we come back. It's Airman guy. They, they wouldn't even stand for that. No, no. We're going to get, get back into the State of the Union analysis, but first we would like to thank Books, our sponsor, just because she says, gentlemen, she, oh, I don't want anything for Valentine's Day. Please, you don't need to get me anything. All right, fine. Maybe she says that, but she still deserves something, okay? Not to worry, the Books company has you covered. That is Books, B-O-U-Q-S, as in bouquets of flowers. They have the most beautiful farm fresh uh, flowers for next or same day delivery. Um, I sent some to my mother and she sent me pictures. They were so pretty and they lasted forever. She kept sending me pictures of them. Look at my pretty flowers. They still look amazing. Uh, You can order today and get 25% off of your entire purchase. All you have to do is go to books.com slash blaze. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash blaze for 25% off with the code blaze. And remember, There are other people that you can send flowers to for Valentine's Day. You can send it to your best friend. Send it to, well, your best Valentine. Okay, send it to Jason, maybe. Jason needs some love. Uh, Send it to your mother. Don't forget your mother for Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. She was the first woman who ever loved you. Uh, You can go to books.com slash blaze for 25% off. Don't be caught empty-handed on Valentine's Day. Go there now, books.com slash blaze, uh, offer code blaze. All right, back to the State of the Union. Um, I, you know, we're talking about how disrespectful uh, the Democrats can be, how low can they go when we're talking about all of the amazing things, accomplishments that President Trump uh, was talking about. There was a particular point in the speech that really, really uh grinded my gears, I guess you could say, (laughs) when President Trump introduced a little toddler who was born prematurely at 21 weeks and now obviously is very healthy and, you know, alive and stuff uh, and called for a ban on late term abortion. And the response to that from the Democrats was just truly jaw dropping, in my opinion, much. In 2017, doctors at St. Luke's Hospital in Kansas City delivered one of the earliest premature babies ever to survive. Born at just 21 weeks and six days and weighing less than a pound, Ellie Schneider was a born fighter. Through the skill of her doctors and the prayers of her parents, little Ellie kept on winning the battle of life. Today, Ellie is a strong, healthy two-year-old girl sitting with her amazing mother, Robin. In the gallery, Ellie and Robin, we are glad to have you with us tonight. (laughs) 
That is why I'm also calling upon members of Congress here tonight to pass legislation finally banning the late-term abortion of babies. I, it really was jarring to me for President, and you know what? Probably very smart and strategic on President Trump's part because he's not saying, hey, guys, I just want you to know this is what the Democrats stand for and this is what they're against. But he presented it in a way that made them really own up to it themselves by sitting there when he's saying, this baby just survived at 21 weeks. How about we all agree that we should let these babies be delivered instead of killed at that age. He let them speak for themselves. They sat there. How is this anything but demonic? I, can't, I cannot wrap my brain around it. To me, it shows how extreme yeah. that party has become. I mean, as a pro-life conservative, um, I understand that there are people that are pro-choice. And when I have this discussion with them, it's always a discussion about where life begins. Mm-hmm. And I try to back people up to where life begins. I had always thought since the earliest time I started arguing pro-life issues that people agreed yes. that really after three months that it right. was that it was a human being there and certainly as you're pushing eight or nine months that there is a tiny little living baby in there. Mm-hmm. The fact that people even support the idea of killing them is extreme and barbaric. And they just showed how far left and extreme and barbaric that party is. Yeah, Jason. That was so amazing. You know me. I'm a radical pro-life conservative. Radical, if you can call it that. You know, thinking that life is precious and all is radical nowadays. Um, But the way I I got... You don't have to be radical to see that that was abhorrent. Right. Like you don't I don't think you have to be a pro-life, a radical pro-life person to look at that and say it's despicable. I I thought a radical radical pro-choice person would even agree that it eight months you can't. But that's where I think I think that that's true still. I think that it's true. I think it's just the Democrats in Congress who have it wrong and they think that they are. This is their hill to die on. And I don't think the American public is in line with that. Well, this is why I think it was so great. The, 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 The bringing that child out there. And showing that that's one of their arguments. It's always been, oh, whenever life is viable or whatever. What does that even mean? Science is constantly updating. So now you're saying, oh, now life matters at this amount of months. Oh, oh, now it matters. Okay, at this amount of months. It. My hope is that that example of showing that living beautiful girl is that life matters all the way up until viability. That's a, that's not even a, a real argument. Mm-hmm. It's a, depending on whenever I, it'll be at some point, it'll they'll be able to save the baby or be able to have it delivered from the moment of conception. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the way, so that's just the direction science is going. So props to the people that, you know, I guess the speechwriter. I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fast. A couple of things I want to say about this real quick. Number one, people say, don't tell me what to do with my body. It's not your body. It's another body. It's mm-hmm. another person. You're just a host. Number one. If you can't be moved emotionally, when you see a, 20, a kid that was born at 21 weeks and right after that you can't stand, you have, you have fallen off mm-hmm. the edge. Demonic is the right word. Mm-hmm. It's an attack on God. It's an attack on life, right? Because they, they want to control people ultimately. But, but I I'm, may I'm, think that the radical left is, is completely spiritually dead inside yeah. at this moment, right? Because 
they're not feeling anything. They don't have religion. It's, it's hard don't. to believe anything different. All right, back in a minute. Here's the interesting thing. I, I couldn't get it in. Don't forget, uh, before we go into overtime, the big special you've all been waiting for. Ukraine, the final piece, the billion-dollar question. It is the final uh, part of the Ukraine specials that Glenn Beck has been presenting. This guy over here sitting uh, in front of me has been doing the bulk of the research for it. I don't think he slept in, like... <laughs> Six months. I mean, trust me, it shows. I'm just saying. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. But Jason, it's huge. Is it not? There's there's multiple holy craps in this thing. I mean, your your mind is going to be blown by the end of it. It's yeah. insane. I mean, you, you think that all of the previous chalkboards, you think that how can it get worse than this? Oh, it does. And it ties it all together tomorrow. Uh, it is 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. YouTube, Blaze TV. It's going to be behind the paywall. I'm sorry, in front of the paywall. We want everyone to watch it. Overtime starts next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Just to wrap up uh, all of the State of the Union analysis, there was a lot there. Right. I feel like we could have done it just an hour long show just on a state of the union. I could have done a whole day. We could have done a (laughs) marathon show here. Um, But save the best for last. I think Uh, the end of the state of the union, of course, the shot heard around the world. Nancy Pelosi ripping up President Trump's speech right behind him. I'm not sure if she hoped that he would maybe turn around and see it. Uh, Look, she looks very proud of herself, uh, ripping up, destroying government uh, records on the uh, the floor. Yes. So everyone, you know, up in arms about it or supporting her, depending on who you are. But she was asked why she ripped up the speech. Here is the very bizarre answer she gave. Why did you rip the speech up, Madam Speaker? It was the dirtiest thing to do. So those of you listening on podcast, she said because it was the courteous thing to do considering the alternative, like not ripping up the speech. Uh, uh, well, we, I don't, so I guess Hillary was doing the courteous thing when she destroyed government documents. I guess now it's, it's, to destroy it's the courteous, documents, it's the right? courteous thing to do considering <laughs> the alternative of what? Yeah, right. Blowing it up. I don't I mean, Jesus. or just not. But Jason, isn't that pen, pen, isn't it like a three-year penalty? I mean, there is a yeah, there is a statute. There is a statute. Can we move? Can we, to, yeah, can destroy we government records on yeah. the the floor. You could almost take that as a veiled threat. Like she yeah. was like, oh well, I was going to hit him, but then I decided to just rip up his speech yeah. instead. Toss it. Come on, I mean that was so choreographed. Like we said before earlier in the show, she planned to do this. She was practicing it before the speech even started. That's the best part. But it's it's very very effective on her end because if you look at Twitter right now or social media I think the top three or four trending uh, uh, hashtags were all about her ripping that up yeah I mean you say it's <laughs> effective but it's a it's a hashtag but is it a good 
public image to have? Is, are, are they good optics? Because well, I don't if, you, know. if you don't want them talking about record low unemployment for African Americans, basically every single inter, in a intersectional thing that they like to hit, mm-hmm. he destroyed and smashed. If you don't want that to be the story, she'll take one for the team and let that be the story. I mean, I guess, but I mean, that's a perfect, right there, the perfect clip for every GOP campaign ad uh, in 2020. And not to mention, they very clearly can say, oh, look, she just ripped up, you know, all of the honors to the Tuskogee, you know, airmen and to the girl who got the scholarship and to the premature baby. That's what she just ripped she up. How? Her base won't either. They, no, they won't, won't link the two. You know, I... I, I what I try to do is put myself in their shoes if it was the other side. So mm-hmm. if I was Speaker of the House, which how great would that be? Right? But <laughs> if I was Speaker of the House and President Obama was speaking, would I rip up the, the, the right, script? Right. And, and you know I would think everything in there, I'd want to rip yes. it up. I don't think I would. But if I did, I would be a hero, most likely, to Tea Party groups that I love. Mm-hmm. These groups that I would go home to and they would probably hold me up as a hero for ripping up Obama's speech. I wouldn't do it because I'm a gentleman. Mm-hmm. She clearly is not a gentle lady. Yeah. She, she, she's a despicable human being is what she is. I think what we're seeing is we're seeing the individual members of the left starting to rack up victories for themselves. Like Schiff and Nadler racing for the last word the mm-hmm. other day. Yes, right? yes. This is, the same, this is like, you're right. You know she got high fives. From, I guarantee from, you. Know, but what she said to the American people is this is what you mean to me. Mm-hmm. We're so polarized right now, and you could say, like, if, if either side does something really crazy like that, then it's just going to strengthen your base. It's going to further, you know, polarize yeah. the country. Yeah. The problem is, on, and I think the Democrats are severely miscalculating their base yeah. at the moment. They think that they have minority communities firmly in their base. Now, if you're in the black community, you're like, yeah, everything he said was true. We have more money. We have more jobs. Now we have options to send our kids to the schools that we want to send them to instead of being in some, you know, worse neighborhood. Now they're seeing that. Now they're seeing that she just basically pissed all over that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she, th- they still think they have their base fully in, in, within their grasp, but I don't think they do anymore. And they just lost all touch. You know who that. my my biggest disappointment was until I went back and reviewed the tape. My biggest disappointment was Mike Pence because I love that guy. Right? He's like the quiet defender. He didn't see it from what I can see. I wanted him to turn to her and say. What in the world are you doing, Madam Speaker? You're acting like a child. Yeah. Knock it off, right? right? Yeah, but, uh, Why, he's but, so statutorial. He's, he's, he's a I don't think he saw it either, though. I looked. He's I don't think he saw it. Mike is a class actor. Yeah, but even a statesman can turn to that nonsense and yeah, say, you're acting like, like a child. He doesn't look like he sees it. Again, Eyeline may be out there into the audience. He may not even he see, her, see yeah, her. Yeah, rip, I, don't th- I don't think he did either. He was actually looking the complete opposite direction. Yeah, look, his eyes are looking the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, there's see your NFL one. play-by-play. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it. Thank you, Control. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure no, he didn't see that he did I don't think he did. Because no. I honestly believe if Mike Pence would have seen it, he would have said something to mm-hmm. her. He would have reacted. Mm-hmm. Look, I think we're going to see, when you say more African-American youth are working than ever before. Just to make the state for the, for the black family today and how they're going to vote. Four, five, six months from now, you're going to see that one statistic is going to take them off the street. The drug rate's going to lower. The death rate's going to lower because the kids are working, whether they are working at Whataburg or wherever, they're working. And, and every day that goes by, it's going to galvanize that, that Candace Owens Blexit that's yes. happening. You, you're going to see, I mean... You can't argue it. At the end of the day, when you put money in someone's wallet, dad's working, you're restoring honor at the house, it's going to count. 
It's funny that they, they uh, Democrats always claim to have some moral high ground on GOP. That's what they're like, oh yeah, but we're the people that care. You know, right. we're the grown-ups in the room. And you see crap like that. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that to your kids when you're trying to tell your kids not to act like children when your leaders in government are acting like children? Yeah. Uh, so just uh, you know, we're talking about how Democrats, how their base will see it how, you know, maybe independents will see it. Uh, speech approval rating came out. I believe this was CBS News. Uh, Republicans obviously overwhelmingly approved President Trump's speech last night. 97% approval rating. Democrats, 30%, which in my opinion is big. But here's the real kicker. Independents at 82% approval. Wow. That, huge. that is what's going to factor in in 2020. We've talked and about that's a huge number. That's huge. We, we've talked about that before. And, uh, you know, those are the people that could flip. They're Republicans one uh, election. They're Democrats the next. They're the ones in Wisconsin, Michigan, places like that, that jumped over to they're Donald the Trump. who won Donald Trump exactly. the election Exactly. But they, before they voted for Obama right. before. Those are the people that will carry this to a landslide. Absolutely. And it sounds like their messaging is right on track. Yeah. And you know something interesting last night that hit me? He's no longer, not that he ever was, but they try to make him a one-issue guy, a wall guy, wall guy. Mm-hmm. There were things last night that got rave reviews, even more than, hey, we've built 500 miles of wall, mm-hmm. such as you know, food stamps, government support, mm-hmm. all these things. I, I just think that base is winding in the independent. They're starting to say, hey, it's affecting my life and it's good. I, I'm feeling good things happening in my family. I'm going to lean in that direction. Grant. I think a large majority of those independents aren't really independents. They only call themselves independents because they're afraid to admit that they're actually either conservative <laughs> or Republicans. Mm, yeah. They don't point. want to tell their friends sure. in places like Wisconsin. Which that, is why polling was so off. Absolutely. Right. And so when you see that, it tells me exactly that. All those independents aren't really independents. Mm. You know where I saw a lot of them? California. When I, was, when I lived in California, in Orange County, there are a ton of Republicans down there, mm-hmm. but nobody knows. They don't yeah. talk they about it. Keep it, it yeah, all yeah, quiet. Very quiet, yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we, of course, will have all of the impeachment vote breakdown. Um, at the time of this taping, the impeachment vote, the official vote has not come out yet. But what we do know already is that uh, Doug Jones, Democrat Doug Jones of Alabama, who was kind of teetering on the fence, he is in Alabama, um, he has stated, come out and said he will vote to convict President Trump. And Mitt Romney, uh, of course, Republican from Utah, did also come out and say that he will vote to convict President Donald Trump. Uh, you know, again, all, all signs point to acquittal because we don't necessarily need Mitt Romney's uh, acquittal vote in order to, to uh, acquit President Trump. But... If you're Mitt Romney and you see that you're, (laughs) thank God you're not. uh, Yes, I would agree with that statement, Grant. But you're Mitt Romney. You see that your polling is underwater in Utah, of all places. What is your motivation for voting to convict at this point? There's only one thing that motivates Mitt Romney, and it's jealousy. He may not admit it to himself, Mm. but that's what he is. He is jealous of President Trump because he failed the most disappointing thing I've ever done in my life right now, looking back, mm-hmm. is traveling to Western Pennsylvania for that election to push Mitt Romney um, to, to beat President Obama. Mm-hmm. And I walked house to house in Western Pennsylvania and I talked to coal miners and I said, this was the guy. And for the first time in my life, I look back and say, what a mistake. Now, who else were we going to vote for at that point? Right. You right. had to push him. Right. But right. what a disappointment that man has become and jealousy has gotten the best of him. Jason, what do you think? Man, I, 
I think that could probably, I think that could very well be it. I, I tend to try and see the best in people if I can. Do you? I try. Mm. Um, I know that Mitt Romney is a deeply religious man. Yeah. And he could be doing this based off of, seriously guys, I cannot do this based off of, you know, character and principle. That could be, that could be it. I really hope that that's it. I don't agree with him whatsoever if that is it, but that could be it. I can't, he's, it's, it's political suicide. He's done. You know what I mean? He, right. He's done. The uh, senator in Alabama, he's done. Um, I love this vote because it's getting them all on the record. Yeah, they're, they're, absolutely. All of those like very Can't crucial swing. Yes. Right. And, yeah. and there's, there's some Democrats that are just barely holding on, yeah. like the one in Alabama, that I don't think that and that's, it's the same for, for the House. I tell you what, there's a lot of those they celebrated with those you know, first-term freshman congressmen. Keep celebrating. You might want to throw a few more parties because lose those seats. you've got about a year left or something like that, and it's done. Yeah. So I think there's a very strong possibility that we pick up even more seats in the Senate and we get the House back. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's Yaku, looking that way. Yaku, do you think that um, Mitt Romney maybe has this uh, hankering to like be the next maverick John McCain? It, look, I always say you judge him by the fruit, and he is a religious man, then yeah. he should know your fruit matters, how you behave matters. He sat in the wrong side of the room last night, because mm. everything he has been doing tells me he is against not just the party, yes. but against what we stand for. If you're a faithful man and a man of, of faith, you know, which he says he is, then good night. I mean, vote that, but I'm not seeing that from him. So maybe it's that. I tend to believe, Grant, with you, that there's vengeance. There's, mm -hmm. there's just, he's just hung up. I think he's just strapped in, how did this happen to me? You know, and feels, feels yeah. almost like I'm a victim of Donald Trump. And I'm, you know, come on, mm. come back. But, I, but I, Yeah, I, I want to clarify. I think Grant's right. I think that is the hey. case. I think Grant's right. But if it ever came out to where he was sincere and was like, look, what am I going to do, man? Like my conscience would not, I would not fault him for that. Hmm. I'd be very pissed off. I mean, he, he's, he's going to say that. He's going to say that. He'd be wrong. And he would be wrong. <laughs> He'd be wrong. <laughs> but you're right. He's done, though. Politically, yeah. that, I mean. He, I mean, you know it's bad when, when I saw him actually stand for something at the State of the Union last night. He stood for something that President Trump said. And I was like, oh, wow, even Mitt Romney stood. Right. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, that's not a good look for Mitt Romney. He's no, a Republican. It's not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> His record has not been, not been good that way. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll question was the Iowa caucus disaster uh, simple technical glitches or was there something shady going on with the DNC again? Ninety one percent of you said the DNC. They're doing something shady. Nine uh, percent of you said it was just technical glitches. Nothing to see here, even though that, you know, app that they were using to report all their numbers with was had Buttigieg connections and Clinton campaign connections. Plus or minor details. Um, I haven't even, last I saw, Buttigieg was uh, in the lead as far as the uh, the votes being counted. Do we have them all in yet? Do you, did you know? Did no, you see? I don't think they're all in yet. 70. I mean, yeah. it's stuck I mean, at it's, that 62% number for yes. like a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. How has nothing come, up, come in? Like three days ever. later. The so that's interesting to look at because the delegates right now, I think, were 14 to Buttigieg. I think there was 12 to Sanders and on down the line. They were very all very close. Yes. Um, and I saw some people analyzing that. This figure this out when they, when we hit to the convention uh, in July. But the, he, they said there's a very strong possibility that it could be so close, spread out between all the different candidates, 
that it would be, they wouldn't know what to do. It would, they would be hung up, and the superdelegates would have to swing it towards someone. And guess who they would swing oh, it to? Yeah. You know who oh, they'd swing yeah. it to. Oh, yeah, which is Bye. why I'm so Biden. happy about your special. Yeah. <laughs> 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 going after Hunter because I think he's dead. Somehow they're gonna, they want him. That's who they want. They want Joe Biden. Oh, absolutely. He's establishment. He's, he's, he's going to be a puppet. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how question, the rest of the Your question is, no, it was shady. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. How convenient. Right, It's right. a glitch. It just happens Oops. to be tonight. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, we reported yesterday, Nevada, the Nevada caucus, the Democratic caucus, is set to use the same app. <laughs> Why? The same makers of the same app. Oh I don't... God. Imagine if it this That idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear. I'm not sure if they've announced that they've changed it, but even after this news came out, they were like, yep, this is the one that we're using, but don't worry, we've got those same paper fail safe methods. As you see, that's working out so well. Uh, today's poll what's more petty? Trump not shaking Pelosi's hand or Pelosi ripping up Trump's speech? Now, this is an interesting question because we don't know for a fact. <laughs> that Pelosi even saw Trump's, or uh, that Trump even saw Pelosi's hand, yeah. but we do know for a fact that Pelosi ripped up the speech like a child, and that it was pre-planned. Mm. Which, thank you, Jim. Do I need to right. predict what the poll is going to be? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, yeah, predict what the numbers this? are. Predict what the numbers are. Um, what What are we saying? Ninety-five percent higher. Pelosi ripped higher. Ninety-seven. Ninety-eight. All right. 90. Has it ever been? Have you ever gotten a hundred? No. 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 Okay. What's the highest you've gotten? Ninety-eight. I would put it at ninety-seven, ninety-eight for yeah. Mar on this. You think so? Probably. If it, if it was if they if it was obvious that he saw you know her hand go out, right. I would put it at both. They're both petty in the same same vein. But I, I think it was a complete setup. I don't think he even saw. So it's yeah. all the way. The you know. You know. And I I want to get your thoughts too, Yaku. The difference I feel like between the two of them is that if President Trump, you know, was at and maybe he will be asked this and I'll either be right or I'll be wrong. But my gut feeling is if he did see Nancy Pelosi and there was clear evidence that he saw Nancy Pelosi extend her hand and he truly snubbed her and they asked him, why did you snub her? He wouldn't make some BS excuse like Pelosi said. It was the courteous thing to do. He'd just be like. I don't appreciate the way that she's treated me during the impeachment process. Why would I want to shake her hand? And I think that's the difference is that at least President Trump owns what he's doing and he, you know, he stands by it. Whereas Nancy Pelosi just tries to act as Mm -hmm. if she's superior and she is more morally, you know, she's on the moral high ground when really we all know they're all antics. They're all petty antics. If you would just at least own what you are, it would make you look a lot better in the long run. My personal opinion. Look, there's no authenticity there, right? Right. At least there's transparency and authenticity. But I will tell you this. Even if he did see and he didn't do it, he did that to a person. She ripped up one person. She ripped up a document that honored African-Americans, children, Mm -hmm. soldiers. I mean, statistics. Mm -hmm. That statement wasn't just to Donald Trump. That was to the nation. When she ripped that up to me, she said, well, this is what I think of you, America. Mm. It wasn't just the mm. president. So that, that to me makes a difference. But I love you, brother, for saying, listen, petty is petty. <laughs> so I hear you there. I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. But I, she snubbed the nation. And if he snubbed a person, no, I don't condone it. I will never teach my kids that. But I don't think he saw. Well, and 
no, you don't condone it, but you can understand where he would be. But he would tell you, I'm not shaking your hand. Look at what she just drugged me through. He would be honest about it, like you said. Right. Uh, Let us know what you think. We'll see if Grant is right over here. 98% uh, Pelosi ripping up Trump's speech. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. As always, we'll see you guys tomorrow. I mean, I really... Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.